Hey, I wanted to take a moment to just uh, remind us of this great story and why we have come uh, here today. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, um, actually, let me go a little before that. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says this to us, that God spoke, and He spoke six times, and each time that He spoke, things that weren't in existence all of a sudden were in existence. And ever since that moment when He spoke and He created the world, God had been speaking to people. He was speaking to Adam and Eve. He's been speaking since Adam and Eve. But in Genesis chapter 3, after Adam and Eve had sinned, God came to the garden, and God talked to Adam, and He talked to Eve, and then God spoke to Satan in the garden because of his temptation and his deception with Eve. And God tells Satan, I'm going to put enmity, or I'm going I'm to put someone who's going to be between you and the woman and from her offspring. And, and from her offspring, down the road, there's going to come one, and you're going to strike him. You're going to try to destroy him. And you will strike him. And you will strike his heel. But then he will step on you. And he will crush you. And so God speaking in Genesis 3.15. That in the future there's one who is going to come. You go all the way through the Old Testament. You have Abraham. You have the patriarchs. Um, you have uh, they, the Israelites want a king. And, and there's, a, there's a king. And then there's other kings that are not good and the kingdom divides and the people continue to go on their way and, and it, there's so much trouble that's there. And so when the kingdom divides, or ten tribes are to the north and there are two tribes to the south. The northern part is called, is called Israel, the southern part is called Judah. And, and there's a group of people called the Assyrians that God allows to come in and they basically take up this group of the, of the northern kingdom and they are taken off to the nations and they are scattered and they are gone. And all you have left is this kingdom of Judah, left of two tribes. And then God allows another king to come in whose name is Nebuchadnezzar. And he scoops up many of those who are part of Judah and they're taken off to Babylon. They go to Babylon, then Persia comes to power. Um, Persia takes over Babylon. Many of the people stay in Babylon. Some of them go all the, to, to Persia and are part of the kingdom there. And then God begins to move in a pagan king who doesn't worship Yahweh, who worships, worships other gods. And he begins to allow the Jews to come back to Israel. They come back over um, a period of time in three different waves. Uh, first of all, with a man named Zerubbabel, then with a man named Ezra, and then the last group come back with a guy named Nehemiah. And so they restore the temple. The nation is restored again, and the law is, is put back in place. And then the people kind of lose their way again, which is kind of the way that it happens sometimes. And then guess what happens? There's one last Old Testament prophet, and God comes to him and says, here's what I want you to say to the people. And his name is Malachi, and this is the close of the Old Testament. Malachi 4, verse 5 and 6. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with a decree of utter destruction. And God speaks through Malachi to the people. Then guess what? 400 years and God comes to no one to say, this is what I want you to say to the people. There's 400 years of silence. Think about that. 
hundred years of silence. Now, God was still speaking through his word, but this coming and saying, this is the word that I have for people through the prophets, 400 years of silence until one day there's a priest who is working in the temple and he's old. They've had no kids. His wife is barren and an angel appears and says, listen, from you, your wife, um, you and your wife is going to become a son and he is the one who's going to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. This man's name is Zechariah. His wife's name is Elizabeth. And she becomes, and he becomes the father and mother of John the Baptist. Well, they have a cousin who lives in a city called Nazareth. And she one day has an angel of the Lord appear to her and say, I have a plan and a purpose for you. You are going to conceive of a son And from you will come the one who is the Messiah. Now listen to these words. You come to Matthew, uh, you come to Matthew's gospel and and Matthew just shares these incredible things. In Matthew verse uh, chapter 1 it says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother had been betrothed to Joseph, before they had come together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, he resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, and he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. I just want to point out a few things that are connected to this, this, this significant story. Listen, church, today. The most significant thing that has ever happened in the history of the world takes place in the season that we celebrate. God didn't stay away up in heaven in a throne room where the angels worshipped Him and they just were focused on Him. They couldn't stop. Isaiah says, saying to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. That one who was the focus of all of that attention had now left heaven and was living and residing in the womb of Mary. And in Bethlehem, she, she gave birth to Jesus, and God had entered in the world. God had decided in the midst of our sin to stay away. God had decided to come, and He took on flesh, and He took on flesh to be with you and I. And the point of all of this this morning is this, is that God has a plan. And His plan cannot be superseded by governments. His plan cannot be superseded by our sin and our rebellion. God's plan stands. And not only did His plan stand with Jesus, His plan for your life and in my life today, it stands. You and I were not created by some kind of accident, but you and I were created with a purpose. And there is a plan of God and all weaved through the story of the coming of Jesus is this beautiful plan of God. God had this had had allowed this government called Rome to to rise up and it was powerful. It had a ruler named Caesar Augustus. And God spoke to this king to say, "Hey, 
We don't know, but somehow he moved. How how this happened? And Caesar decided, you know what? I need more taxes. I need more money. We need a census so that I can get more stuff. And through this king, he called a census because Mary was living in Nazareth, not Bethlehem. And this census through this king caused Mary to fulfill the prophecy that was spoken by Micah the prophet in chapter 5 that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. And so Mary and Joseph go from Nazareth all the way to Bethlehem through the plan of God. All through the story, there is this beautiful, beautiful plan. There's purity and perfection of this plan as well. When his mother had been betrothed to Joseph, they came together, and she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. The perfection of this relationship that we celebrate this season is this, is this is a Holy Spirit-ordained event that we celebrate the coming of Jesus to be with us. There was also this beautiful story of the protection of Joseph. God found the right man to be Mary's husband. Can you imagine his feeling? I'm to be married, and my fiancé comes and says, I'm pregnant. But God has, God has done this. God has done this. And Joseph, wrestling with it, comes to a place of integrity and says, you know what, I'm going to protect Mary. I'm going to pre- protect her reputation. He trusts in the purity and plan of God, and he protects Mary. God was at work in this. And let me just say this as we begin to finish. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, it says, She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save people from their sins. See, his, or, his name was ordained from on high. It was specifically and strategically chosen for him by his Father in heaven. For the name Jesus means this, Jehovah is salvation. And the reason Christ came was to rescue us from the biggest problem that we have is that we were separated from God in a relationship and only Jesus could fix this. Only he could become the bridge. Only he could, who could, could bring us back and reconcile us in a relationship with Christ. You see, when God originally created the world, he created it perfect. We chose to sin and it brought destruction to the world. And we have, we have for thousands and thousands of years, we have tried to fix the brokenness by, by just like these things called bungee cords where we, we think, oh, if I had money and I had this, and we, we try to escape the brokenness, but just like a bungee cord, we're pulled back into the brokenness. But God had a plan, and God's plan was this, that we wouldn't remain in brokenness, that we would be reconciled to Him. And His plan was this one named Jesus who came here. He died on a cross. He rose again on the third day. And by that, he conquered and made a way for us to come into a relationship with God. How do we come into a relationship with God? Well, we turn from our sin that has separated us. And when we turn from our sin and we confess Jesus, that he died, that he was raised from the dead, then he comes, God does, Amazing, amazing this morning comes to live inside of people. He doesn't live in buildings. He lives in people and we become the temple. And so we turn, we confess, and we follow and we're making king of our lives. And through Jesus now, everybody in the room today, we can be restored in a right relationship with Christ. And so the heart of the Christmas story is never us, it's always God. But one of the great blessings of the Christmas story is us. 
People who were separated from God now can come into a relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ and be restored in that relationship. You see, I'm so thankful God is sovereign, that He had a plan. There was nothing surprised, surprised God in the beginning. There's nothing that surprises God today. And I want you to hear this lastly this morning. Matthew one twenty three. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means, y'all remember what it means? God with us. God with us. Not God separated from us. God with us. With us. God who can come and live inside of us in the Holy Spirit. You see, all the religions of the world, you know, what they, you know what they communicate at this time of year? You know what they communicate? 365 days a year, leap year, 366 days. You know what they communicate? Mankind, work hard, be good, try to balance the scales so that you've got better works than bad works. And if you get enough of that, if you're good enough, if you're good enough, then you can work to get nearer to God. And the unique thing about the story of Christianity is it's not about us trying to get to God. The story of Christianity is that God came to us. He came to us. And so this morning, I want to remind us as we, boy, it's Christmas a few days away. It's about to get crazy, crazy, crazy. Two more days, all the stuff. Let's not forget why we have come, why we have come this season here and why we celebrate this season is that God came to us. Let's pray.